everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We have John Bloodworth with us. John, welcome. Thank you for having me. And for those of you who are not familiar with John, I have some of his stats here that I wanted to take you through. Right. <laughs> he has not seen what we've pulled, right? My stats, my stat uh, card. Your stat card, absolutely. Good. So number one and foremost, he bought a home from me 10 years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a good stat. Still good there. Stat. Absolutely. Um, and he's a personal trainer certified through the ISSA, which is International Sports Science Association. Love mm -hmm. that. Um, he has a podcast and then a fitness coach at NSU Fit mm -hmm. previously. Absolutely. A personal trainer. You've been the personal trainer. For a number of years. Now, yeah, yeah, forever. Mm -hmm. And currently, this is the one I really wanted to dig into. Okay. Certified pain-free performance coach. Okay, absolutely. Pain-free. Pain-free, right. That right. is what I'm all about. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get the pain-free and performance? Right. Um, and then um, the other thing that I'm not going to let you get out of here without talking about okay. is you were scheduled to run... A hundred miles. hundred miles. This October, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. We can talk all about it. Okay. <laughs> On purpose. Gonna... I signed up for that. <laughs> yes. The challenge of it all. Well, first off, tell us about the pain-free and what, what you actually do. Okay, so I am PPSC certified with Dr. John Russin. Pain-free performance, so you got to be careful with that because, you know, if you're working out, if you're training, if you're going to the gym, there's pain associated with it. We all know that, but there's a difference between the pain of muscle fatigue and the pain of like joint and tendon injury, right? Like actually having injury. So pain-free performance comes from the aspect of I am there to help you in more of a physical therapy aspect to get you out of pain and to hopefully the idea would be kind of bulletproof your joints and tendons to where the pain no longer happens again. And that comes from a history of myself being in lots of pain as well. And that's really what inspired me to get in this field of work in the first place was okay. getting out of pain myself. Okay. So. so, and because mm -hmm. I'd mentioned that John and I go way back, mm -hmm. um, interestingly enough, we have not had any connection right. in that 10 years. Right. So I can't believe that. But we both looked a little different 10 years Definitely. We've <laughs> made some transformations ago. for sure. Absolutely. Yes. I said when I saw John recently, I was like, oh my gosh, he glowed up. Yeah. That's, that's like a glowed up thing. Likewise. Yes. Likewise. And so, so what started your transformation and, and this this pain-free aspect? I right, love that. Right. So a number of years ago, I mean, nearly a decade ago at this point, there's been, um, so I suffered some injuries, right? Just from a combination of not taking care of myself properly from, I, I was a competitive CrossFitter. I was dabbling in powerlifting and all these different types of sporting events on the side. And I wasn't taking care of myself properly. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't doing anything the way that it should be done. And I suffered um, some injuries. So I had three herniated discs. And I mean, my mid-20s were spent, I mean, I would wake my wife up in the morning to tie my shoes for me because I couldn't reach my feet, right? Like, that's a 26-year-old man doing that, right? So like a lot of times now when I'm dealing with clients and stuff that are that are older and you know, older in their 40s, right? Like something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, they say like, oh, you know, I've got all this pain and whatnot. And I'm like, well, hey, my my prime was robbed from me. Like I didn't have people like their prime, all mid-20s when all people are like, back in my 20s, I used to bench press 300 pounds and all this stuff. Like I didn't have any of that. When my mid-20s, I couldn't tie my own shoes. So I saw a number of specialists and doctors and whatnot. Um, I was going to this 
spinal doctor in Muskogee, and I'll never forget the day. Like I went and I went to him numerous times, tried everything. You you know you try pills first, and then the injections they give you, the things to like reduce swelling and all this stuff. And I'll never forget the day I walked in. He saw me, and he threw a clipboard on his table, and he said, "John, you need surgery. I don't know why you keep coming to me." And I, I had such a negative response to that. I was like, "I'm 26, and I don't want surgery. There has to be another option out there." So I found a company. Um, just through, I mean, Instagram, right? Like just found them called the active life. And you can look those people up as well, but everything they marketed was like music to my ears. It was like, Hey, get pain free without going to the doctor, without skipping your workout. Like, Hey, are you annoyed that you can't work out like you used to? You need to talk to us. And I was like, I think I need to talk to these people. Yeah. And so I did. And I talked to them. I reached out to them and I mean, through zoom, right? Like through the internet alone, I'm not seeing anyone in person. These people took me from not being able to tie my own shoes to being able to actually work out again. And then, you know, I, I saw they were having a live in-person um, clinic and seminar, like in uh, Frisco, Texas. I was like, that's close enough. Let's go. Went there, spent, you know, a weekend with these amazing coaches, these amazing people. And these people transformed me from being riddled with pain to being now stronger than I've ever been in my entire life. I mean, completely pain-free and not only pain-free, like stronger than I ever was in my twenties or in my teens or in high school or anything like that. And it just inspired me to be like, there are other people out there like this. Oh, yeah. There are actually, there's tons, there's yeah. millions of people out there <laughs> that are like, people, that are like, get, and that are like I was, which is like the most miserable mindset, which is like, I used to introduce myself and hi, I'm John. I've got the bad back. Like, and people just tell themselves that, you know, hi, I'm whoever with the bad knee, the bad ankle, the bad wrist and all this stuff. And I was like, you got to get out of that mindset. And it's all about like telling yourself, like I always tell my clients, like we're writing a story, right? We're the main characters of our own story. It's so, so important to, to visualize that. And what's a better story? Like you're reading a book and it's your life, right? Is the book better if it's like, oh, um, I'm Edna and I've got a bad back and I couldn't tie my shoes for the rest of my life. Or I recovered from my back pain. I became an athlete again. And now I can share this with millions of other people. Like that's the story we want to read, right? So telling people the right story. And um, that's what led me here, right? I'm pain-free, never had surgery. And I'm trying to share that with other people now. So there's a magic pill that they sell to you? Right, yeah. The magic oh. pill is just opening the brain, right? No okay. magic pill. Okay, I yeah. love that actually. Yes. I love uh -huh. that there's no magic pill. Yes. Because there's not, there's right? Not. Yeah. No. Um, and really, I love the idea that that you really have taken on mm -hmm. the the story aspect of it. Because are you the victim of these things right. that happened to you, right. or did some things happen and you've overcome them? Absolutely. And I can usually tell within a few minutes of meeting someone, mm -hmm. are they the victim of the story or are they the hero of the story? Right. And and I just I love that you're the hero of your story. Thank you. So try yes. Yeah. That's great. So definitely it's more of a um, homeopathic maybe approach, eat right, sleep. Of course. Do the, the lifts correctly. Absolutely. Retrain the joints before right. you start. Just reintroduce yourself to the entire like process of being active and whatnot. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, there's, there is no magic pill. Like, I mean, it is just about doing things properly and, and helping people understand like how destructive stresses to your life and whatnot and, and pulling like I have more conversations with clients about their sleeping habits than I do their their push-ups like I mean whatever like you know yeah push-ups are hard but 
I ask people to sleep eight hours a night and they're like, whoa, like, are you crazy? Like eight hours a night? Oh, let me do a thousand pushups. Like, no, you know, so it's, it's helping people readjust like the system that they're in and getting them to focus on the things that are actually going to make the big improvements. Yeah. And sleep is so important. I, yes. I always say, you know, in college I would sit around with my friends and we would be like, I only slept four hours. Mm. Yeah. I slept two hours. Yeah. I only got like 30 minutes here and there. Right. And now we brag about, well, I went to bed at 8.30. Oh, yeah, yes, I yes. went to bed at 8.20. Yes, <laughs> because absolutely. we've gotten smarter. So. Absolutely. But it does make all the difference. It really does. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So where does the mindset come in for you? Because, again, mm -hmm. I I knew you. You looked right. slightly different than Definitely. you do now. <laughs> I was a different person. Right. Absolutely. So, obviously, you hired a coach, and, and yes. they kind of helped you with it. But, mm -hmm. but again, that... That doesn't just come because you right. paid someone to do it. So right. where does that? Oh, just lots of evolutions okay. and constant little, like, I call them little deaths, right? Like you go through these, I was a completely different person last time you yeah, met me. Yeah. A totally different Same human here. being. Same of here. course, yeah. right? I was complacent there was to... two of me there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. But I was complacent to a life of, you know, I mean, at that time I worked at a grocery store. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No, There's nothing no. wrong with that, but it was... All it did was fulfill, like, I, whatever, financial goods, I mm -hmm. guess. You know, it, it didn't yeah. fulfill anything within me at all. Like, you just go through the motions. And getting with those coaches and helping, like, understand myself and getting out of pain and whatnot. And then, you know, that led to getting certified myself and working with them to actually get educated in their, their, their ways and all that stuff and the pain-free performance and all those good things. But, like, I say now that being a personal trainer is, like, that's, that's where I make the most money right now is being a personal trainer, but I don't really love the definition of a personal trainer. I, I, I see so many bad ones out there. So it's, it's such an entry level thing, right? You can really just like pay online and be called a personal trainer. Like, I mean, you know, it's just a, it's nothing super special. So making people do workouts is not the most important thing I do, but helping them change their mindset and visualize what's important in life. Like really dial down, like, why are you coming to see me? You want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. That's not a good enough reason. Why do you want to lose 10 pounds and boiling it down? Like what happened in your life? Where are we at? And it's like, eventually you find out like, well, you know, I just know that I'm unhealthy. Yeah, cool. What else? Like what else? Let's go. And, and eventually it gets down to like, I don't know that my husband finds me attractive anymore. Like, and it's, it's, it's tough to have, but conversations like this are the most important part of my job. Yeah. So I, I refer to myself as a mindset coach a lot because I'm constantly trying to help people evolve that mindset. And man, people set their limitations so low, like so crazy low. And it just frustrates me. Like when we can talk for hours about how frustrated I get about people setting their ceilings so, so low. But um, yeah, that's just where I'm at right now. It's just helping people visualize that they're capable of way more than they think they are. Yeah, and I, I so agree with you. Mm -hmm. I think it always goes back to the why. Yeah. Why? Right. It's not, I want to look better. That's yes. not really a why. Right. My why was, I have two beautiful granddaughters. Right. And they were very, very active at mm -hmm. a very young age. And I decided, hey, I want to stay active with them. Right. And um, 
hired someone with the same kind of mindset and they were able to help me. And then I took it a step farther and I hired um, a local cheer coach yeah. to help me learn to do the splits so I could Very surprise cool. the grandchildren. Hey, I love it. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so I can't now because I've got the new hip, but I may get back to that. Hey, you know. never we'll know. See. Yeah, never we'll say see. never. That's yes, right. Yes, exactly. That's right. I love it. But it really is about the why, mm -hmm. and I love that. So, um, and again, I didn't prep you for this, but what was okay. your why? What was your... So... There's a lot that goes into that. I mean, I had my own issues with pain and whatnot, but I've also just, my family, like my family who I love, you know, I love all my family members. My father passed away recently. He's my favorite human being in the world. He passed away recently. And like, the fact of the matter is though, like I can put him on a pedestal as much as I want, but my family is pretty weak. They're metabolically diseased, um, you know, things like diabetes and all that stuff. Like it, it, it's ravaging them and I'm just like, that. I always ask myself this question. I have a team. Like, if you follow me on social media, yes, you can see my yeah. team of people that are always around me and I love And That's another topic we can discuss or, or not. But, like, the people you surround yourself with is so crucial for your lifestyle, you right? Show me the five people you Absolutely. spend the most time with and I will tell you what your weight and your bank account and I your mean, mindset are. There yeah, you go. Absolutely. But, but I just, I just saw, I, I, I talk to them all the time about this, but I'm like, man, there's a path. In my life I don't necessarily know exactly where it's at but there's a path where I could have went right but instead I went left and it landed me here and I'm like oh my god what if I would have turned right like yes. that would have been so terrible probably if I would have ended up in the same condition that the family did so I call it reverse role models right I have reverse role models in my life and I love them and you know even if they listen to this podcast I want them to know that I love them but like most of my family and and some friends along the way were reverse role models to me they showed me the example of what I did not want to become don't you think, though, that being aware of the fact that there was that split mm -hmm. and fortunately it right. gives you compassion yes. to help other people? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Because, Absolutely. like, I always say, there go I, but by the grace of God, you right. know, because same situation. You yes. just, you know, it could go either way. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think having the compassion and that really comes through. Like, I'm such an avid follower of yours on Facebook. Okay, yeah, thank Stuff you. Stuff yeah. you put out there, I'm like, it's like sometimes it's a one-two punch in the back. I, I appreciate that yes. because I've also realized along this journey that I'm on now that, that I'm not for everyone. I get that. And, and at first that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I was like, I'm a personal trainer. I got to help everyone. I got to say yes to everyone. But when I realized like, oh, I'm not for everyone and that's okay because neither are you. And like, like, and you're, you're, you know, you can reach people that I can't and, and vice versa. Like your personal trainer can reach people that I can't. Yeah. That's actually kind of beautiful. Like yeah. it's great because there are different people that will vibe with me far more than they would with anyone else and vice versa. So your vibe attracts mm. your tribe. Yes. Yes. There you and, go. And, and that's the great thing about social media right. is if you can't stand my voice, because yeah. I know my voice, right. if you can't stand my voice, then you're not going, we're not going to bit a mesh and work well together. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it's, and it's my, my mom jokes and all of those hey, things, yeah, you know. It makes if, you though, yeah. Yeah, if you're still watching, then I haven't turned you off yet. Exactly. And therefore, you know, we can probably work together. Absolutely. So, I love it. Yeah, but, but you definitely have a very um, transparent and straightforward. Yes. No excuses yeah, yeah. is what I would say. Right. Yeah? It, it, yes. And, and I've struggled with that at times when I'm like, man, am I being too harsh? But 
here's the here's the fact. Like if you follow me on social media, you see the the double swords and stuff that I always I put on every post is the swords. That's kind of my icon and calling card. And like I could, and I've had these discussions with friends. I've got really good friends that I have potlucks with on the weekend that are like, hey, I just want you to know I had to unfollow you on social media. And I'm like, I'm like, look, it's okay. It's okay, but I'm like, here's the thing. I could take all of my posts, and at the very bottom, I could put an asterisk, and I could put, this, this, yeah. this, this does not apply to everyone. Please consult, blah, 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 all this sure. stuff. I get that, but there are also people out there that will take that as an excuse to be like, oh, good, he's not talking to me. Good. And I was like, no, no, actually, I was talking to you. Like, you're just using that as another excuse, right? Like, and so, so I don't. So some of them come off super direct. I get that. Um, it could be a does the shoe fit wear it kind of situation or not. But like, hey, if, if, if it doesn't work for you, that's cool. Just unfollow me. There's no big deal. Or, or, or let's talk about it. That's the best. So I discussions. That's the best. Talking yeah. is, I'm, I'm a talker. I love to talk. And I, I, I want, I want to have the discussions. I want people to ask why. Like, never be afraid to ask why. Absolutely. Yes. You went to, um, you're a member of the chamber. We yeah, love yes. that. Mm -hmm. uh, you went to one of the mingle yes. things. And, uh, Annalise on the sales mm -hmm. team came back and said, I've got this guy that you have to talk to. And when she said your name, I was like, I follow him. I yeah. have him. Yes. Right. And uh, because you, you just have this energy about you that really, again, I think your mm -hmm. tribe, uh, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Right. But for those of you watching, I don't want you to necessarily just go to the Facebook thing and feel punched in the face. Yeah, and no, yeah, yeah. Because I think that when we, if if you're thinking about starting a journey, mm -hmm. you really do need someone to be super mm -hmm. blunt and honest. Very with you. transparent. And, and yeah. my first real estate coach, like I mm -hmm. hired a real estate coach, and my excuse was, you know, I'm I'm just I I've done as much as I can do. I can't do mm -hmm. anymore. Right. And I just felt you know, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. And so he was like, well, what physical? And I was like, well, yoga at the time, but I can't, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he just kept saying, well, why can't you? And then I'd say, well, because of this. No, that's just an excuse. And I'd say, well, because right. of that, that's an excuse. Because it, and I, I got so mad at yeah. him. Like, I was like, you know, I could fire you. Of course, yeah. And he was like, yeah, and then where are you going to be in a year? Yes. I was like, Oh. <laughs> a conversation I have with people a lot is yes. you already know what happens if you quit. Yeah. You already know, like, because yeah. you were there a month ago or whenever it was. Like, yeah. you know what's going to happen if yeah. you stop. So, yeah. But your your process, mm -hmm. how long do you think it took? Like, what is... Of actually getting out of pain and all that? Oh, man. It took a good couple years, like, yeah. to, to go from zero to 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 feeling amazing, zero to a hundred, I guess you could say. But that's another thing. And that goes with working out in general. Like it, you might've gotten out of shape over the course of the last 20 years, right? Like, man, it took me 20 years to get out of shape. And then the thing is people go to the gym for two weeks and they're like, where's my results? And I'm like, here's the thing. It took you 20 years to get out of shape. And now you're mad about these two weeks. But if you gave it two years, just two out of the 20 that you wasted getting out of shape, give it two years and you'll transform. So it actually is faster processed that way. And here's the thing, guys who are listening. This is the real deal. He just told you. It's not going to happen overnight. Oh, no. Yeah, you know? absolutely So the not. ones that are telling you that it's a secret yeah. or it's a pill or it's right. a blah, 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 there is no secret. Yeah, there is no secret. And I think it goes back to the old, I think it's a Chinese proverb, mm -hmm. that when is the best time to plant a tree? Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, and, you know, it would have been great to have planted that tree two years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's okay. It's also okay to plan it today. Today, right. yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I've had so many people who have contacted me and said, 
you know, what's the process, how long, mm -hmm. and when they find out how long, yeah. they're no longer interested. Right, right. So. But anything good, you know, I mean, it's worth putting in the hard work. And my favorite thing, this is what I ask of myself. Like, I do crazy hard physical challenges. I've done a bunch this year, and I'm doing the 100-mile race so later. So tell us and stuff. about some of these challenges. So, so... I'll tell you right now, with like no pain, right? With no pain. Well, no, no pain. You know, like the bad pain, the joint okay, pain and stuff. Okay. But the pain of of fatigue yes, by far. Absolutely. So pushing myself to the absolute physical limit is just something that I, I actually spoke to Annalise about this at the mingle. But like, um, and this kind of ties into the hundred mile race and whatnot. But I am an incredibly physically capable person, and I think that my most recent transformations. I've been like, man, I need to level up emotionally in a lot of ways. I'm not the best at that. I don't really have the science for that. How do I become a more emotional, vulnerable, you know, six foot tall, tattooed buff guy? Like, I don't know. How do I become more vulnerable? I do know this, though. I know for a fact that physical and emotional, like, and, like the psyche of it all is reciprocal. So I know that if you push yourself hard enough physically, you can also level up emotionally. Mm -hmm. And pushing myself through these crazy hard physical challenges has helped me kind of unlock some new stuff in my brain. And this year, this year, the hardest, I'll tell you right now, I've been a competitive CrossFitter, powerlifter, all these things. And the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, I did just a few months ago. I woke up one day and I said, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to walk 100,000 steps. I'm going to walk. That's it. Like we, so I ask a lot of clients, I'm like, can we get to where we can walk 10K a day? Like that's the goal, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm ha I've got my Fitbit. 10K a day. I'm yeah, happy when absolutely. I'm, I'm at 6,800 right now. That's awesome. Went right. to the gym this morning. That's great. Yep, yep. That's great. So, so I probably won't hit the 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. But I, I ask people, you know, and I, I evaluate them and I'm like, how many do you get in a day? Yes. How do you, many do you get in a day? And we try to elevate it from there. But I was like, I want to walk 100,000 in a day. I think I can do that. In I was a like, 24 hour? In a, in a 24 hour period. Yes. That was my goal. Right? Honestly, more like in a, in a 18 hour period or so. Wow. And John, I was feeling really good. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I've only done it once, by the okay. way. But I, I woke up, you know, I got, I, I 7 a.m., I stepped outside my doors, I started walking. And by 9 a.m., I regretted every decision I'd made. I was like, I looked at my watch and I'm like, oh my God, like, and I started doing the math. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be this late before I can get to 100,000. Why did I do this? Why did I post this on social media? And that's the thing, too. When you, oh, I'm, I'm so I big on, on I'm yeah, so big on like calling yourself out. So yeah. like, put it out there. Go ahead and say I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do X. I'm gonna learn how to do push-ups. I'm gonna learn how to do Pilates or yoga. I'm gonna I'm walk a hundred thousand. Yes, <laughs> put it out there. But then you got to be able to write that check, right? You got to be able, you got to be able to pull through. So I was like, I put it out there, and I was like, what are my options? How can I cheat this? Can I cheat it? Can I cheat this? Can I put my watch on my dog and like have him walk or something? And then I'm like. But I'll know, yes. like I'll know that I didn't do it. No matter, I could I could wait till 10 p.m. and I could post a selfie, sweaty with like spray water bottle on my face and be like, I did it! Oh, it was so brutal. Or I could have that number and screenshot my watch and I could be like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And uh, literally walking 100,000 steps. I mean, some of it was running because I was like, oh my god, I gotta get this done. And I learned so much about myself doing that challenge. Just about like, I mean, because I've had. I have so many people, and I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have so many people that come up to me and say, dude, you're so in inspiring and, and all this stuff, even before I began the current journey that I'm on. And I started thinking about all these different iterations of myself, like when I was in my 20s and in my 
my my early 30s and stuff and I'm like man people look up to those versions of me and I kind of despise those versions of me like they were weak and like I'm, I'm so much stronger now and look what I'm doing like that version of me could have never walked a hundred thousand steps in a day and it was just oh, I was so it was very empowering I was like I am the stronger person now than those people that people put on a pedestal so I don't know, like I, that that challenge was so incredibly brutal. I recently did this Navy SEAL challenge where it was it was a it was four hours and forty some odd minutes of just nonstop working out. I did that here in town recently, and I mean, you get to the point we had to you you, you ever done a kettlebell swing or anything like yes. you a kettlebell yeah. swing? So I got to the point where I had to do these kettlebell swings, and in the middle of the kettlebell swings, my hand completely cramped up into just a ball. Like I couldn't open it because I'd been working out for three hours at that yeah. point. And you have to finish the 200 reps or whatever it is, or they won't, or they just eliminate you or whatever. And I'm like, man, so you set the kettlebell down, you rip your hands open and you just keep going because, and that's what I told my team. I was like, yes, I just, here's what you ask yourself. All right. Here's, here's the, here's the seat. Here's the magic pill. I'm going to give you the magic pill. This is the magic pill right here. If you don't take anything else away from this podcast, here we go. So here's what I do. I stop for a second and I say, John, did you sign up for this? And I was like, yes, I chose to do this. This is willing. And then number two, I say, did you expect this to be hard? Did you expect a four hour workout to be hard? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the final point is, this is what hard feels like. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I signed up for this. This is it. Every race I've ever done, the 100,000 steps I walked, marathons I've done, all these things, I'm not big on medals. So another big thing that my team knows about me is like when I run a half marathon, they give you a medal at the end and I, I throw it in the trash. So no, but keep it. I love you people that keep it and you want to show them to people. That's amazing. But I remind myself when I'm out there in the middle of a marathon running, I'm like, man, this is hard. This sucks. I want to stop. And then I'm like, but I signed up to run. I didn't sign up for the medal that every single one of these people is going to get just for finishing. I signed up to run. So this is the part I want. So why am I complaining? Let's go. That's, that solves so many problems for me in my life. Just about like, this is, you know, I wanted it to be hard. And guess what, homie? This is what hard feels like. <laughs> you got it, you yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. But now you've doubled down mm -hmm. and you're doing the hundred right. knot. Now, where is that? So it is here in Tahlequah at Eagle Bluff Resort, I believe. And apparently this is the some odd annual, they've well, done... Tons of them, apparently. Some of my Airbnbs mm -hmm. yeah. that, that were doing it, but I didn't really know the details. Yeah, so. so last, it's called the Pumpkin Holler 100. It's in October. Yeah. Last year, I took my team and we did a 10-mile run. So they have like a 10-mile run, a 15-mile, a 20K, a, a, a 50K, and then the 100-miler, right? It's the big one. And I was just like, we did the 10-miler, and it was very quick after that. I want to say it was... It was either later in that very month of October last year or in November where I was like, I think I'll do the 100 mile. And everyone's like, really? But then my team, though, they know. They know that if I say, if, if it's Sunday and I say, hey, I'm going to run 10 miles today, they know there's only two options. I'm either going to run 10 miles or I'm going to run 11 miles. Yeah. Like, right? Like, that's the only option. So if I say it, they know that I'm going to do it or at least put everything into it that I can to possibly get it done. And this is just another way that I'm trying to emotionally kind of level up. Like, like I, I described it to some of them as being like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to level up emotionally. And it's going to be like taking a, a flight from, instead of from going from California to Hawaii, I'm going to go from California to Maine, to Europe, 
to Hawaii that way. I'm gonna go a long way to get there because it's the only thing, it's the only way I know to do. I'm such a physical person, like it's the only way that I know to do it and um, I'm willing to do it. So I'm gonna go for it. And if I can set the, the example, I tell people all the time, like if you want my job description, I teach like incredibly average people that they can do exceptionally unaverage things. And Okay, wait, say that again okay. because I love that. Okay. I like to teach incredibly average people, which is just all of us. Yeah, yeah. That they can do exceptionally unaverage things. I love that. And one of the only ways that I know to write that formula is to just be the example. Show like, them. Just yeah. show them. Yeah. Like I'm I'm very big on like if I'm the leader of this team, then I have to know when it's okay for me to be in the front and they all look at my back and follow me because they trust me. I have to know when I need to be in the middle to control the pace that they're all going at. And I have to know when I need to be in the very back to push the slowest person. Like I have to know where to be at what time. It's so important. And to do that, I push myself as physically incredibly hard as I possibly can. And I'm, I'm so big on just being ready at all times. I, I'm, I, it is like nothing makes me more sad. Like, like it, it wants to bring me to tears. If I think about like, man, my teammate needed me. They were like, man, I wish I could get ready for this, this uh, OKC marathon, but nobody else is in shape to run. If I wasn't there for them, if I was like, yeah, I wish I would have kept myself in shape so I could coach you. No, no, I'm gonna be in shape at all times of the year so I can help them if they need. Well, and I, I think what's unique mm -hmm. is that you do push yourself so physically, but having followed you and knowing right. your story, you have compassion Absolutely. for the person who walks in right. and is, you know, mm -hmm. we're my age Absolutely. and 50 pounds overweight and in pain and right. just where do I start? And yes. you don't start them, oh, you no. don't make them No, feel. no, no, no. But yeah. I think that's so important for mm -hmm. those who are, are watching for them to understand because right. that's your thing. Yes. And you understand that that's not going to it's be It's not for process. everyone. And I, I have 16-year-old clients. I have 76-year-old clients. Oh, that's great. Like, yeah. I, I love working with anyone, and I have my preferences and whatnot, and compassion is such a huge part of the job. And also, like, physically, the way that I look at times, like, like you know, black hair, black beard, tattoos, all this stuff, like, being extra nice goes a long way for me. <laughs> And letting them know, like, hey, I'm here for you. I'm on your team. That those teammates that I talk about, like, if you are, if you employ me as your trainer, you are on my team now, and I will be there for you every step of the way. So, yes, no, I do not expect anyone to be like, well, I guess I got to run a hundred miles now too. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Like, yeah. yeah. And if they follow, follow him on social media because I do think to 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 know you, to like you, mm -hmm. to trust you is something right. that can happen through social media. For sure. Because eventually the real mm -hmm. you, whatever that is, will yep. come out. Yes. So, um, so I think that's really important. Thank so, yep. so then, what is the farthest that you've ran at this point? Now you're going to be doing the hundred right. in October. Right. So you're building up to it. Yes, I am. So the furthest I've ran in one sitting at this point is 15 miles. Like oh. you know, like that's the furthest I've ran nonstop, just going. Right. So currently. The only absolutely regular thing that I do is I run every Sunday. We do pretty long runs and we do it as a team. Um, right now, I told them, I joked with them this Sunday. I was like, this is, it's day one all over again, y'all, because we have to get used to this heat now. Like, like we can't, we were just steadily increasing mileage. And now it's like, oh, we tried to do that when it hit 89 degrees. And I was like, everybody died, right? I'm like, no, no. 
Like we have to now reacclimate to this heat. Let's do that. And now that's what we're slowly doing it. But I'll start ramping it up. I actually have I have other challenges on the way to October. In July, I'm going to be running a 12-hour endurance runs where they set a clock for 12 hours and you run a loop. And whoever gets the most loops done is the winner. It's a three-mile loop. So I have that coming in July to get ready oh for that. God. I expect that to be the most miles I've ever ran in a day. I, I plan to get at least 40, if not 50 miles in that day. So yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Do you know who David Goggins is? I do know David Goggins, <laughs> yes, yes. You're sounding a lot like I'm a Goggins, Goggins fan, yes, of course. Me too. Of have course. you ever got to see him in person? I'm not, no. I, I've been to two events you, where he was oh, a speaker, awesome. and he's... Mm -hmm. He's the real blankety blank blank. <laughs> he does cuss a whole lot. Yes, yeah, yes, he's yes, the yes. Real I read his book so. recently. Yeah. Oh, um, you you can't hurt me. Uh, uh, don't hurt me. Is don't that what it's called? Me. Yeah, don't, don't hurt me. me. Yeah, yeah. So he has yes. a new one I have not read yet called Never Finish, but I'll, okay, I'll, I'll yes, add that to my I've list for sure. His, Good. So, yeah. And it's on Audible too. Yes, so for yeah, those yeah. of you who say I don't read, right. Then get it on Audible. Get Audible. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth just, it. It's very yeah, good. Put in the earplugs because the kiddos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> but again, the real deal. So really, John, what I what um, I think I hear you saying uh -huh. is it's really it's all about the mindset and overcoming what your struggle is. Yes, your yeah. individual struggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I call it, my, my biggest philosophy point that people get to hear me preach about, I call madman's knowledge. All right, so let me tell you about madman's knowledge. Okay. It's got three big points. All right, madman's knowledge is, number one, you're never ready. Like, you're never going to be ready. My, a really good buddy of mine named Josh Owen says, there is no blinking neon sign that says, go. You just have to go. Sometimes you just have to say yes. Like, you just have to do it. So you're never going to be ready. Let's just take the risk. Um, another man named Tom Bilyeu says that a thousand steps in the wrong direction is better than standing still. And it took me a long time to actually comprehend what that meant. But um, that goes into, like, like, failure is the most rich, valuable information stream that we can possibly have. Like, winning... Winning kind of just teaches you like, hey, I can't lose. But failure teaches you what you need to do to win, right? So like, that's what I love about that. And so that's number one of Madman's knowledge. You're never ready. Number two is life is an infinite game. And if you follow me on social media, you hear the infinite game thing a lot. Um, I love that concept. And that is basically like all of the greatest things in life are games that can't be won. And that's okay. And that's like your fitness and your health. You never just get so fit that you're like, done, I'm out. Now, the, the modalities can change. The amount of time you spend in the gym can change. All that stuff can change. Goals can change. That's fine. But you never just get so fit that you just stop, right? So that's an infinite game. You keep playing that over and over and over. And then, I mean, even concepts like, I don't know, love, right? Like being in love is an infinite game because, yeah, you can earn love. You can get married with your one true love and all that good stuff. But you know what? It can also be lost. Yeah. Like you can also lose it. That's an infinite game. That's something you continuously have to play. And that's kind of why I throw the medals away after races. Because, yeah, I want to win. that. The race is a very just, boom, you get 5K done, you get a medal, boom, whatever. The medal means nothing to me. It's the race itself, which never ends. That's the infinite game for me. And then the last part of Madman's knowledge is that every single day is a funeral. That's why we're black, right? That's that's why I only wear black because every day is a. Do you really only wear black? I only wear black, and oh my gosh, okay. I'm, I'm John Bloodworth. I'm also Johnny Cash. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, I I always wear black, and the reason is every day is a funeral for me, and that the, what I mean by that is, and this is kind of this goes in line with David Goggins for sure, is that I do all these crazy challenges, of course, but please know for a fact that I wake up 
just like everyone else, and I look at my running shoes, and I go, oh, God, not again, <laughs> not again, not another run, oh, no, not another workout I have to do, oh, it's raining, can I just stay inside today? I do that just like everyone else does, but, I mean, you know, if you know, like, so, like, Pavlov's dog, right, they taught the dog to, every time they rang the bell, he wanted a treat, eventually they didn't give him treats, and every time they rang the bell, his mouth would drool, so that's how my brain works with when I feel bad, when I'm like, Oh, I feel bad. I don't want to go to the gym today. I instantly go, so today's the day I'm going to have to go to the gym. Like, because you have to train yourself because everybody can do it when you feel good. Yeah. We can all do it when we feel good. Right. Absolutely. But being able to train yourself, like every day is a funeral for that inner part of yourself that wants to give up. Like, mm. kill it every single day. Little deaths. Every single day. Today is not the day that I win and I stay home and sit on the couch or whatnot. Like, like, and, and please, everybody understand Resting is a good thing too. Yeah. We all got to rest, especially the harder you work, the more you got to rest as well. Sleep's important, like we talked about at the beginning. But every little single day is a funeral for that inner part of yourself that wants to give up. Yeah, so that's Madman's knowledge. Yeah, I love that. Well, I think we could throw investing mm -hmm. in that too. Hey, hey, awesome. yeah. I tell yeah. people it's never going to be the perfect time to invest. Of course, right? And you're yeah, yeah. never going to have you're never going to have an absolute guarantee, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, with right. investing. So right. I love that. And making mistakes, you've learned so much. Yes, Absolutely. it hurts financially. Of course. Yeah. But it will help you overcome the next one. So right. I do love that. Absolutely. So, John, mm -hmm. we should have, we should have like done two parts. Today, oh, well, well, I'll so come much. back someday. <laughs> we have to have you back to talk about the team. That's because, okay. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling that we're listening to a lot of the same podcasts. What are some of your top did okay. you name Tom Bilyeu? Okay, so um, Tom Bilyeu, yeah, that's uh, Impact Theory, right? That's yes, Tom Bilyeu. Yes. Also, um, Modern Wisdom is one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Um, anything with Alex Hormozzi, anything. Oh, I yeah. love Alex Hormozzi. I'm a, uh, yes. he, some of the greatest quotes of all time came from Alex Hormozzi, which reminds me of you as well, because Alex Hormozzi said that confidence does not come from shouting affirmations into the mirror. Confidence comes from having an undeniable stack of evidence behind you <laughs> that you are who you say you are. So you can say, I'm Edna Sells, because... And the cells, right? Like, that's right. Like, that's creating that icon for yourself that people can't take away from you. It's proof that you can do what you say you do, which is kind of, you can read all that stuff about me and you can hate me and see my posts and be like, I don't vibe with this dude, blah, blah, blah. Everything I say, though, I do. Yeah. So, yeah. That's and the and that's the thing is like, mm -hmm. both of our industries, we, we get up and start over every right. day. Because if I'm successful, do, yes. I'm out of a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I sold the house. Right. Now I need a new client. That's great. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's every day we Absolutely. wake up and have to make the team again or yeah. have to right. have to do it again. And it's not for the faint of heart. It's exactly so. <laughs> right. It's an infinite game. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and because it is a real estate show, mm -hmm. I always like to loop back and ask okay. our visitors, um, if you could build your dream home and okay. money was no object, okay. what three things would your dream home have? Okay. Um... All right, let's see. So first of all, it would be, I don't know that this is what the home has, but it would be very secluded. So it would be in the okay, woods. Perfect. It would have great location, yeah. have okay. a great location, something like a stream that I can see from my front porch. How about a giant wraparound porch? That's something I would love to have. Massive old school giant wraparound porch. And um, uh, of course, it's got to have just the best gym. I saw here, that one right? coming. I just the best <laughs> gym, all the coolest stuff that you can have. Yeah, absolutely. That is fantastic. Okay, I didn't, I didn't think about the seclusion, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I That's important that. to me. The house itself, like I'm not big on. I don't need a giant home. I don't need anything like that. I just need something comfortable. I need a home base, a bat cave, whatever. But um, 
Uh, I love like being out in the woods and stuff like that. Like that's super, the serenity, the important, that's very important to me. So that would be one. Okay, perfect, perfect. And what we're going to do, guys, we're going to put John's contact information below so that you can reach out. And even if you're not ready to hire him, at least follow him because just the things, you know, those those mm -hmm. Sunday mornings where I'm like, oh, right. you know, moving a little slow. Right. And then somehow or another, John's stuff pops up and I'm like, Get up and get out there. A lot know, of the stuff so. that I post is because I myself am feeling that way. See, that I day, love right? that. Of then. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Full transparency. I feel that way, and I know that other people are feeling that way, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we're in the situation where you had to have, like, a side personality, right? Mm -hmm. Like Sasha Fierce, Beyonce, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I suspect yours would be Batman. Is that your? Is that your? <laughs> I, I, so I'm a, I'm a big comic book nerd, and Batman is my favorite comic book character. So yeah, that sounds like a good okay, one to go for for yes. sure. Yes, I've been Absolutely. telling you a little bit. Hey, there you and go. I've kind of picked up on a few Absolutely. references Absolutely. that came in there. So. Of course. Well, for a minute it was David Goggins, and then I was like, no, I think you'd go for Batman. <laughs> Batman for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Batman before Goggins. Yes, I absolutely. Love that. I love that. Well, we are so excited that you came on today. Thank you for having We're me. Definitely going to have you come back because I'd. I'd love to. Dig into the team aspect of it. For sure. Um, we're going to put all of John's information below so that you can reach out. Now, I know those of you who are like, wait, this is supposed to be about real estate. <laughs> Guys, it is about real estate. Whether you're an investor, whether you um, are a first-time buyer, whether you're a seller, whatever, you, we want you to also be happy, healthy, and wealthy. <laughs> and it. so be yeah. exactly being able to enjoy it and not be sick and tired of being sick and tired. So maybe you will be able to reach out to John or at least follow him and get some really great tips. But if you are looking to hire, his information will be below and he could poss possibly help you get started on your uh, journey of health and uh, go from there. John, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. You. It was a pleasure. Guys, thanks for watching. And as always, please like, follow, and share. And if you would like to be a uh, guest on our podcast, please reach out. Or if there's someone you would like to see, and we've been getting some really great um, calls on that one. And John was actually one of those. So that's wonderful. Um, but again, thanks everyone for watching this episode.